Kill, what, I, don't, I can't agree with that, but like even in the comics, the the thing about Killmonger in the comics, a lot of the people from Wakanda loved him. They loved that. They just loved him because he was a he was a good leader. He was smart. He wasn't he wasn't a true villain. He wasn't ruthless. He wasn't out there killing people. He just wanted to do what was right. But I don't I don't know. No, and, 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 and to go with what Soul said, you know, remember, they, they rewrote his story for this movie, and they, they took a lot of base on what happened in the comic and rewrote it in a different direction that gave it a lot more heart. Like, in the comics, his dad is the one who betrayed Wakanda, and T'Challa, when he found Killmonger, he invited him back. He wanted him right, but, to, but Killmonger also wanted his right as part of the throne. He, he wanted yeah, to make yeah, a yeah, challenge. And I'm saying the comic as well... His his parents was killed by Claw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, some people feel like because in the comic books, Black Panther was never able to defeat Killmonger on his own. He always had some sort of bullshit help at the very end. Yep. So people are upset that Black Panther was able to best him. Well, what do you, you got in the movie? You got to think that in the first fight is that Killmonger was going for the kill. He wanted to show that T'Challa's methods on everything was not going to work. T'Challa never wanted to kill Eric. He wanted to protect him and he wanted to bring him in because he knew the truth. He didn't want to go for that, go for that full on aspect. He was just trying to stop him. But Killmonger was in a mindset that I don't care if you disarm me anyway. I'm going to kill you and I will kill you. We right. saw him kill Zuri. And when when T'Challa did not want to do anything, he picked him up and threw him off the threw him off the waterfall. He was not going to hold back. Even even during a challenge. He while, while Killmonger was on the ground, he just said surrender. He could have he mm-hmm. could have stopped it right then and there. Right, real quick. Yeah, real quick, guys. I'm banging comment section. Asks how long was the last fight supposed to last? The um, last the last fight. Uh, yeah, between Killmonger and um T'Challa. You, I don't. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I think um he was trying to refer to me like he was saying, well, you had to defeat Killmonger eventually, or else how long do you want that thing to go on for? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and like I mean, the last fight with with Kill, with Killmonger and T'Challa and everyone went on for like the last thirty minutes or so of the movie. The only, I would say the only thing I really have about the last fight is so CG. much. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna age well. And then that's really gonna be a lot of Yeah, yeah. And and that that was my thing about it. That was the only real complaint I had was the CG from the suit being affected by the magnetic field on the train. <laughs> And and how that was kind of flashing all over the place. That was and my only. I also think that's going to play a big part in like one of these like future movies. They're going to try to like disable vibranium that type of way. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the concept for that suit, but I'd be re- I'd like the old suit more. I just did. I did too. I really did. I don't know what it is. That suit's yeah. cooler I mean, the, to the me. Kinetic propulsion. That's cool and all, but like, I, 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 maybe it's it's too skin tight or something. I don't know. What, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, hey, like, hey, hey, Those suits were freaking awesome. Uh huh. I like to tell us pull up armor in Civil War better. Yeah. Like, I I'm not like I don't care about it being tight or anything. It just looked cool. Like I like sure. that you put it on and like you put the necklace on and it's just like suit. You know, like. Hey, that's but cool. that, that it was cool because you got to think about when when Killmonger was in that big, big old coat and he activated his when the door Majalaje just watching that suit kind of disappear as it turned mm-hmm. into the oh, it disintegrate off of him. That was yeah, nice. that that was that was dope. I like. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but apparently they think that because the because uh, t- 
because T'Challa is going to be sharing like the technology with the world and all that, that they actually are implementing that part, that technology into um, Iron Man. With Iron Man edge. suit. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, bleeding edge. Yeah, my question is for that. Um, well, we're, we're, uh, because Black Panther takes place in 2016. When do y'all think Infinity War takes place? Uh, it's gonna have to. It's gonna have to take place in, in a relative time frame because we know one. Peter's still in school. We knew that in in Homecoming that he was, uh, what was it? A sophomore? I think it was a sophomore in high school. Was that prom? Went to or was it dance? No, it was. It was. I think. I think it was his prom. It was prom. Yeah. He was a junior or senior. I, I would. I no. mean, yeah, it was. It was prom. It was prom. He was a junior or senior then. Prom. No, it was homecoming. It was, yeah, it was, it was it's called Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, it's Homecoming. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. You're right. So then, <laughs> yeah, you would be a sophomore. So yeah, you'd yeah. be a sophomore in high uh, school. I would say probably about a year or so because that would make kind of sense. Like within a year, you could adopt some of Wakanda's technology. Tony Stark would be done within like a week or two. Yeah. Like I said, right now with the movies, we don't know the exact time frame because we know that from the trailer that Hulk is going to crash into the center. The, the Centauran Sanctum there with Doctor Strange and and Hong, and yeah. we know that that well, that was when around does, the same. When does Thor take place then? Because they, they can't fight Thanos for that long. Like so. Well, it's like I said, it's very conflicting because yeah. we know Black Panther takes a week after Civil War, yep. and that that at the end of Doctor Strange is when he met with with Thor, and that at the beginning of Thor Ragnarok he was meeting with uh. Or was it at the end? No, it was. I think it was at the beginning of Ragnarok that he had met with Doctor Strange. Yeah, then, I think that's how he mm -hmm. got there. Yeah, right? and then and that's how he ended up going to uh, getting captured and then sent out there to uh, Sakar. Like right now, the timeline is kind of up in the air. Like the only thing that we know guarantee is that Black Panther was a week after Civil War. Everything else has been kind of not fully explained because we know that Doctor Strange took place over several months. From from his injury and, and everything that happened before he went looking for the ancient one, so everything right now was kind of in flux. So we don't know exactly when. And I feel I, like for Thor, his Thor's appearance, this is Thor's gonna probably be him forging his new weapon come in towards the end of um, Civil War, Part One. That's probably what's going to do with Thor. That I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, and because uh, we don't even know the time frame for where Guardians is, we don't we don't know where they are. Uh, and, and all yeah. this because of the fact that you gotta think too that 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 at the same time that Hulk crashes on Earth into the the Centaurum Sanctum or the Sanctum Centaurum, and then at the same time, uh, Thor crashes into the ship for the Guardians and they pull him in. That has to be around the same time frame, and we don't know where that is because at the end of uh, Ragnarok, that they ran into that big ship, which we can only assume as Thanos's ship. I just something just popped in my head. Um, isn't Ant Man a fugitive now? Yeah, he is a fugitive. Yes. he's always a fugitive at this point. So I'm just saying, <laughs> well, so he, he's on the run from. Too. So where? What the? Well, Ant Man. Remember, Ant Man was broken out. Yeah, out. That, that was after Cap busted him all out. But how is he like? I hope he's like hiding or whatever. Yeah, he is hiding. Um, time frame. Where the hell does Ant Man take place? <laughs> probably in the midst of all of that. That's what I think. He's probably in the midst of everything. Ant Man took place during Civil War because of the fact that remember at the uh, at, at during Ant Man, that's when he made the attack on the old 
um, Avengers headquarters ran no, no, I'm into talking about the sequel though. The sequel that that's like yeah, like that's I said the time me. the time frame on everything is kind of up in the air right now. We don't know because you got to think of where everything has taken place since and and kind of trying to figure out that some of them have large amounts of time passing by and in these movies themselves. Yeah, and I actually just want to take a moment. I can't believe I forgot to do this in the beginning, but you know what? Shout out to Black Panther. This movie has made over 520 million so far in just its first week. This movie is doing phenomenal, and I'm so glad to see it do so well. People were trying to hate on it. It's still sold out everywhere. It's still selling out domestically, dude. And it's four and it's three day weekend. It did just under 200 million. When they accounted for being a four day holiday weekend with President's Day, it did 244 million. Yeah, beat the um, Force Awakens. No, 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 not Force Awakens. It beat Last Jedi. It just came it, behind it the Force. Yeah, just behind yeah, Force. Yeah, Force. it just came just behind it. But um, it's just to let it Last sink Jedi in, did two hundred forty-two. This one did two hundred forty-four, and Force Awakens did two hundred eighty-eight million domestically. Damn. Okay. Yeah, and just to let it sink in a bit, and uh, Black Panther's first four days out there domestically in the U.S. it made more money than Justice League in its entire run. Leave Justice League alone, Don't man. Like that. I mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it, it's Justice League. Like, that, that's their Avenger-esque movie, and it did better in four days? Like, Black, Fan- Black Panther's on fire. Oh, my God. See, what, what's funny is that that uh, we were, they were talking about is that in three days, Black Panther came just close to what Avenger, the first Avengers, which is their highest grossing, did in three days. But in its fourth day, it did significantly more than Avengers did. Not not overall, but in in that weekend. And so in four like days, a, didn't they have like a record breaking Monday or Tuesday? I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They Monday. had record breaking everything. Yeah, and and that just shows the power of what this movie has stood for. Not even just the fact that it, 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 it's it's a black lead, a black cast, a black director with an mm-hmm. all like everything like that showing an African country. It's more than that. It's showing what the image is or what the story is about and and the thoughts in it it does help with all that because that's what people were looking at but everything in this movie was so well thought out there was nothing in it that wasn't there for a reason it was mm-hmm. to the to the highest point and here's the here's the thing a lot of people were giving shit on on uh Ulysses Claw and Agent Ross in it because everyone was was making fun of Agent Ross um but he was significantly important there. Yeah, they were using him as kind of a joke, but he had so much importance there for for a lot of aspects. And what people don't realize is that if you go and look at some of the interviews with Ryan Coogler, he talked about the alternate ending that he wanted to go with. And the alternate ending was that after seeing all this, Ross had realized what Wakanda was capable of and didn't want to taint what what Wakanda was and and go out and talk to the world about this. He actually was was understanding where they had come from and their struggle, and wanted to help hide this aspect. So when when T'Challa went to the UN at the end of the movie, Ross actually met with him in the lobby and told him that I don't think you should do this. I honestly think you should stay the way you are. He's like I won't tell anyone. He's like I I respect what what y'all have done. But T'Challa actually tells him that this is his choice and that he'll take into account what Ross does and thanks him for, for that aspect. But instead, he went with the ending where Ross is sitting in the back of the UN room and T'Challa is coming out that Wakanda has so much to offer uh, and everything. Mm-hmm. 
I knew Ross was the real one when he about to he about to die for the cause. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ross was willing to sit there in, in the cockpit when he was being blasted at, watching that glass shatter, and was sacrificed the the to make sure that he was fighting for the world because he was trying to prevent those ships from from leaving Wakanda, and he was about to be you know blasted to hell as they were about to explode the lab, trying to protect that and help Wakanda. Like, let that sink in. Like, it's not it's not all always bad. Yeah, you could say what you want about him, but he started to really help be that new tie-in for Phil Coulson for tying the MCU together. He's been in three movies now, I think yep. he has, and, and he's been he's been making his rounds just like a couple other characters. There was uh, one agent that was at S.H.I.E.L.D. That's, that's been there alongside him, but I can't remember her name. Agent Hill? Yeah, Agent Hill. Yeah. And and like they they don't give enough respect to those characters. Yeah, I get that he's a white boy in an all black movie. However, he still has a certain aspect to the story and 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 helping all that because it helps to show that they're, they're so lucky they didn't go with the like how Claw really was because he's a he's like a, a, a extreme racist in the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, but people but, just don't know, man. But Kildur had 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 claw like on the edge of of that because every time he would talk about wakanda he called them savages and all this and that like he had ulysses claw just right there on the edge but he he was he was too much in the culture he had he got a mixtape out he came he came to the music and i think that was his mixtape actually but yeah it was um yeah Speaking of uh, what Ryan Coogler and the MCU have done with this movie, what do you guys think about the Winter Soldier now being White Wolf? I think that's pretty, I think that's really oh, dope. I think I that's think awesome. That's really you know, we, we talked about this on Vibration last week and, and or earlier this week, and the interesting shout thing is that out. yeah, shout out to to Triple Cup there, but we're talking about how they were calling Bucky the White Wolf, and that there's several different theories about what what that what that title means for him is that either one that he's going to take over as the White Wolf, which was a character in the comics, or that the White Wolf is going to be a spy unit for Wakanda and that Bucky's going to be helping T'Challa go out because of the fact that Bucky was a part of the unit that was originally supposed to go in and find Wakanda for, for the government. He was originally a part of that because that's also what Killmonger was a part of. So there's so many different theories about what the White Wolf could be for for Bucky. Yeah, I, I I hope they make. I actually hope that they make the spy unit, and I hope maybe they get maybe Bucky gets his own movie. Yeah, I, I I think I think if they do the spy unit, it would be it would be an well because one he, it would have him. We'd see more of T'Challa at this point in the movie and going after Infinity War. But it also helped people establish Bucky a little bit more than what we saw him as a sidekick in in the first Captain America movie, mm-hmm. and then kind of saw him throughout the the past few Avengers. But really, kind of grow into him, especially because after after Infinity War, you know, a lot of the big heads uh, and the big titles are are being you know retired until they find someone new to pick up the mantle. We know we've talked about you know Falcon possibly picking up the cap the mantle for Cap. Or Bucky, and I think that if they do do the spy aspect of the White Wolf unit uh, with Bucky there in Wakanda, that would give him a little bit more growth into that character, and then a lot of people would be more happy when he actually picks up for Cap, Cap. and his in his yeah. absence. Because yeah. I still 
as much as I like Sam, as much as I like Falcon, because he's pretty cool with, with the with the with the way that they done him. He still hasn't established himself enough as a big enough hero or or character to really pick up the mantle. Honest, the he was he honestly wasn't even going to be in the Avengers until it's a guy under uh, uh Feige, his name Nate, I believe, and he's the one that really pushed it for like like diversity in in like uh, the Marvel uh, cinematic universe, and he actually brought Falcon into the universe, and that was pretty dope. But that is dope. I don't know if they're gonna like. He's just there for like to be, I guess, the friend to to Cat. But yeah. he's not. He do, he really doesn't have a role. He had like a like a I guess like a a funny role in Ant Man, but that was really it. <laughs> but um, you know, speaking of the Winter Soldier and Bucky, I actually want to talk about that. So you guys were saying um, he might do the spy unit thing, and you know what? You could do a, probably a cool spy movie, maybe with Scarlett Johansson, because you also see that she's also in Wakanda. Maybe she can join up the spy unit. They have been talking about making her own movie. So instead of Captain America and Scarlet in a movie, maybe it's Scarlet and Bucky. I mean, that would be an interesting concept. But you could also do a lot more with Bucky. Um, as you know, uh, the Fox universe or the X Men are now joining the MCU. So what if you have a story similar to the comics, but done a little differently, where maybe Bucky is assigned to kill someone, and that someone might be Wolverine's wife in Japan? Because as you saw, that was actually a story arc in the comics where the Winter Soldier was responsible for killing Logan's wife. Yeah. So, and that's so what like, introduced Logan. So you're saying that would be like a prequel like type of or he would do it now? Um maybe prequel or maybe he'll do it now. Who knows? But I'm just trying to think of ways you could use the Winter Soldier, maybe help start them start things more, up more and you know, X-Men involved. You yeah. know, wouldn't it be cool to have like Wolverine be mad at Bucky and try to kill him? Well, I want to see them fight now. Yeah, like, fight. think about stuff like that. I came up with an idea. Like, I remember I was talking about uh, how they could bring the Fantastic Four in. And, uh, oh, basically, shit. I mean, you could set up the X-Men versus Avengers in that way if they wanted well, to kind of do it well, the more MCU way. Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Because the Avengers would bring, be hosting at Bucky, yeah. They could bring the Fantastic Four to Wakanda and show off the mechanical force. And instead of them fighting T'Challa... They fight Bucky and the spies. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but, they need look. a new Fantastic Four. Hey, hey, don't be hating on that. No, I'm with Blue. I, I don't like the Fantastic Four. Like, oh, no. Oh, the Fantastic Four? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, look. Dude, if there's anything hey, look, 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 that's come out of the Fantastic Four is that two out of two human torches have been oh, redeemed okay. by the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> you can go Fantastic Four. To continue this universe, we have to bring in the Fantastic Four in some no, right? well, way. Well, that, and, and that's where I made my point on, on so many different shows is that right now, keep the X-Men and the Fantastic Four universe separate from the Marvel universe right now. But I've stated before, if with this deal already on the verge of going through and finishing up, what they need to do is straighten out the X-Men and Fantastic universe. Let them get a better cast. Let them stretch out their wings and build up for their next event. Like I said, lead into Secret Wars because then they can bring both universes together by by having Doctor Doom with the powers of the of the Beyonder pulling everyone together. You could do X Men versus the Avengers there, but that would go, finish out the they Secret. Gotta, they, that, just, they just gotta make their own uh, version of care. Don't bring them universes together. Hell no. Yeah, yeah, but that's what he's saying. They'll like make like a new X Men and Fantastic Four and have them in a separate universe and they'll converge later. 
Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm saying let them stay separate, but they need to fix up the, the X-Men and the, the Fantastic Universe. If they need to get a new cast, you know, for especially for Fantastic Four, God, yes. But, you know, straighten out and let, let the X-Men cast right now that they have establish themselves, straighten out their universe because right now it's a clusterfuck. But straighten that all out before leading into that because it's a big possibility. Because they could do Secret Wars as a way to bring all the both universes together. They could do that with X-Men versus Avengers. And then after that, everything is left in one universe because of the collision of Battleworld and, and everything that happened afterwards from Secret Wars. That's what the one thing that they could do to really... To, to to do so many different things with both universes because that opens up so many stories that we've seen before. They could do their own take on all of those and it would help to bring all those together. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about this, Blue? Like, What do you think they might do with the whole X-Men thing or whatever else one might say? I want them to fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, is that supposed to be me? <laughs> you sounded a little bit more feminine than I do, but oh. you know. that sounded pretty accurate to me. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. care. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. Like Go I, just I'm very me. much the type that um, I just I feel like. First of all, you guys all realize that it's been like how many, like 18 movies or something. Yeah, like, I'm okay. getting a little, you Petite. know, Petite. yeah, like, I'm not a fan of, like, them stretching things out. So if they don't need to, then, like, then it's fine if they don't. <laughs> They're going to stretch this money out. They definitely I mean, they, yeah, they really yeah, want to. I mean, it's a cash cow. They keep getting a lot of money from, you know, doing these movies. But at the same time, I feel like when they do things like that, it lessens the value. Like I think that they were getting there when uh, we were watching when we were doing like um, let me think when we were doing like Captain America's like story and maybe like a little bit of Iron Man's story like they were they were like almost to the point where I was just like what are y'all doing but then it came back together with like you know the uh, the Avengers and like kind of like when they're all together it kind of comes together and makes sense but I kind of feel like. If they try to do too much, it's going to make it worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I can, I can kind of agree. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, I know it's important for the story. Like, like it's important for them to be involved. You know, in terms of like sticking to the comic books and and all that stuff. But I don't know. It's I don't know. <laughs> oh no, maybe maybe. Maybe they had to learn from Black Panther and like try to build worlds and, and characters instead of just giving us like one off villains and shit. Yeah. It's important for them to 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 kind of like have a standard and if if the ideas that come after this don't really hit that standard, then they might as well not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and like, Iron Man three was trash. Uh what else? Both like well, I mean, we can go back. We can go back and be critical of every movie. As, as I as I've stated, is that each movie they we saw the change in direction and improvement with each new movie and installment. Everything started to improve because in the beginning it was very cookie cutter. We all can admit that. But yeah. over time, we saw that improvement in either one, the way that it was shot, two, the way that the story was being told. And after they hit a certain point, they're like, you know what? Let's let's just go full unique with everything they did. But then we the got Guardians. Like the thing I can say about Marvel is they like to stick with what works. Like, perfect mm -hmm. example, the Guardians of the Galaxy, 
they're gonna they're gonna use that formula for a lot of their movies. Yeah, costume movies too. Well, I mean, they're they're gonna definitely use aspects of that. However, it also comes down to the directors that they're using, as well as they're gonna let them experiment with what works for some characters and what doesn't work for others. You know, they can't go Guardians of the Galaxy with a character like Cap. That that doesn't work. Whereas Thor and everything that Thor does is very over the top because he is a god. He's supposed to be that that high air about him and and that jovial nature because nothing phases him. That that's how it should have been in the beginning. Like in the first two Thor movies, they try to be too serious and grounded with it. It didn't work for a character. God, like they're terrible. But, but you know what? Blue Ragnar- was talking about dragging things out. So what do you guys think? Do you think Infinity War we should maybe kill off a mainline Avenger or something? That's what Infinity War is, isn't it? Like, someone's going to die. They have to, yeah. Let's be real. They're going to kill some of the black actors and stone us out, right? They try to kill They're definitely going to change up. I definitely think they'll kill them off for now, but bring them back. But the characters are going to retire. We know that. They killed off War Machine, so like he's he's out for a minute. Well, uh, well, he's I mean he's still there. We know that he's still all right. He's going to be doing no work. In the Infinity War trailer, what are you talking about? He's flying the suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, man, he's trying to say he's forgettable. Wait, wait. To be fair, it could be remote pilot. We don't know. But so you you gotta hold the L for that one because he was just yeah. like, nah, he's done. No, well, he's still to, there. To be fair, man, I never felt War Machine because like they changed the actor who it was supposed to be. And I, I like, know. We we so much more. You know the reason. We don't need more money on it. He's terrible. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. He wanted he wanted more money, but yeah. at the same time, he blamed uh the first Iron Man for ruining his, his career. He blamed him. He blamed really? yeah, he came out yeah, in an interview and blamed Marvel and everything that, that Iron Man killed his career. No, you killed your own career. <laughs> the thing about Terrence Howard is he he acts the same in every role he plays. Like yeah. that would have been terrible. There yeah. is some actors like that, though. Honestly, but honestly, the switch to Don Cheadle was much better because I found him yeah, as a better like Rhodey. Yeah, yeah Rhodey. I do. Right. I do like him. Yeah, I do like yeah. him. Yeah. His, his Rhodey was was much better than than Don Howard. And don't get me wrong, I like him. Like, if you've seen Empire, he's great in that. But anything else, it, it's all the same. It he doesn't. Does, work he like does. the, the guy from Hustle of Low in Empire. Yeah. Hey man, hey man. This is what I'll say. You know how like back when the MCU kind of started, they're like, I mean, if you throw Iron Man in something like it's instantly better because like everyone likes Iron Man, they recognize him. What if they start passing the mantle off to someone like Black Panther? Because Black Panther, as we can see, he's a very popular character now, and it'll be cool to see him pop up in more movies. You're not wrong, but but like I said, a lot of the characters that were unknowns have all become favorite characters. There's people who absolutely love, you know, Gamora, Doctor Strange. People who knew Doctor Strange for real were were absolutely glad to see him, and a lot of people really liked how 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 he was portrayed by Benedict Cumberpatch. A lot of people didn't know the guy, but a lot of people. But like, there's there's usually a a top three. um, Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a saying, like maybe Iron Man and Cap's time is done, and it's gonna be Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Tony, Tony did say he's getting he's getting kind of bored. 
about it. Well, well, yeah. well Robert Downey said that he's been doing it for a while and he wants to put up the man. Well, Robert Downey He was about to stop <laughs> doing it. money though. Yeah. He was, he was about to stop uh doing them the movies and then um the Civil War like the the speech that Iron Man had in it that's what made him say yes to the script. You guys know that, right? Yeah. 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 But but the thing is right now as he's made his point is that they're walk they're retiring their mantles but they're still going to be producers and help out with the with yeah. the universe going forward. They're not walking away from the projects and they've stated multiple times especially Chris Evans and even Chris Hemsworth stated that they would like to pick up their mantle again their characters back if they have a well-written story that encompasses their characters needing to come back. At that point, they would don't mind because Thor wants Chris Hemsworth wants to keep doing Thor after Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans says that he he loves Captain America and that 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 is his his pride and joy. Yeah, but he, but he wants to put up the mantle for a bit and sit back and help to guide the new generation of heroes that are going to take it over. I don't, I don't. The thing about if you do a Marvel movie, you like your your other films, they take a dip. A lot. Yeah. So uh, hopefully. Oh no! Like Hopefully I said, through the producing and and trying yeah, to yeah, because we know they're, they're, that a lot of them are producers. Like uh, Scarlett Johansson has been a producer on on the last couple films, uh, and and so has Robert Downey. They, honestly, they need to fix her character. That's what they need to do. Then, <laughs> yeah, and with the talks right now of them doing the 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 Black Widow movie, I hope I hope they do it well. Because they have a, a young uh, writer writing the script with her as an idea for a concept for the movie. Because they're just now offering to give it to her as a way to kind of keep ScarJo. I, I, I recently just watched like a lot of the recent uh, Marvel movies. She doesn't have no dialogue. She's just there, really. And like, really? you don't really know anything about her except for the, the, the part where, I guess... Scarlet Witch puts her under a spell, and that's the only thing that we get about her. The only thing. Talking about the weird ballerina shit. Yes, that's the only thing, and that's and that's a part of her training to try to. But it's you don't understand that, so you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, they haven't done a good job of fleshing her out until like those well, um, Age yeah. Ultron. Yeah, that's what they did. I don't know if you guys just got my DM. I just sent into the little group thing, but do you see how much money the MCU has made? This is actually mind blowing. Oh yeah. yeah. Fourteen billion overall. Compared yeah, this to- this is being Star Wars. Star Wars is only at eight, by the way. It wasn't even out there at ten. They're less than ten in the MCU, but it's still relatively new. It's only like ten years old. It's already at fourteen billion. Well, here's the real thing, though: is did they adjust uh, the old Star Wars movies for inflation? You got to think about that. Yeah, I, I think they did. I, I don't so know. The, the, big, the big one that surprises me is kind of uh, the Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings saga. It, I, I like when Earth. you scroll to the bottom, you just see Sad Affleck with the DC. <laughs> I hate you. for that. Man. I've oh, seen that oh, shit. <laughs> that's fucking. I guess going out like, oh y'all are wrong for this. <laughs> and it's black and white. And, you know, <laughs> so sad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I saw like a, I saw like a worse one. It's like um, man, what was it about? Yeah, Ben Affleck had like, like a bunch of other. Um, DC related movies, where it was just wild. I, mean, sure, I brought up DC. What, what do you guys think DC should do? Like after Black Panther, after all the success of MCU, what, what do you um, think DC's playbook is now? You got any blue, thoughts, Blue? Blue. <laughs> blue. <laughs> uh, I what? What was the question? Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what do you think? What What do you think DC's gonna do now with Black Panther being king? I mean, 
I mean, what is, what are their options? They're just going to keep doing what they're doing, I think. I don't think they're going to – what do you think? They're going to give up? Like, the, well, they've already said that they're giving up because they can't compete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel, I feel bad for DC. I'm not going to lie. Like, Black Panther made more money in, f- like, what, four days? Than <laughs> Justice League, and then just then, yeah, then Justice in League three months. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, well, let's be honest. It made more. It made more money in three minutes. Let's be real now. <laughs> in three minutes, basically. But, um, Blue, oh. what, what, like, uh, you actually watch DC animated movies, right? I remember you were really looking forward to the Batman Ninja movie coming out. Yeah, and... I do. I watch those. Um, there, I, I really enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, so, what do you think the DC universe should do? Do you think they should maybe like? be more inspired by those animated movies because they are pretty good? Like, what do you think they should well, do if you had to fix them? The animated movies have more leeway. Like, they can kind of do whatever series of the comics that they want, you know? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be... Like, it can... The, the animated series can... I mean, the animated movies can kind of just do, like, one comic book story and then, like, that's it. Like, the movies have more, um, I guess... They have to sort of like stick with one thing. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, can't just jump from true. comic to comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they already went with like a particular storyline, they can add little elements, but they can't completely switch up now. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't think I think they're going to come out. With, I think they're going to do another uh, Wonder Woman, though. Oh, Wonder Woman was phenomenal. I oh, love yeah. That movie. yeah. That's the best. That's the, probably the best thing to come out of that. I think they're gonna do another. Like they're they're gonna yeah, they like they made a lot of money um, a lot of money mm-hmm. with that one. So I think they're gonna probably stick with that. But like uh, Black Panther, kind of yeah, Black Panther. Like Marvel wasn't even expecting it to be that huge of a hit. Like oh my god, that movie blew back any expectation. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I will say this about DC, um, and I've said this before. Look, if you're gonna launch your universe or whatever, you probably should start with Batman instead of Superman. That's my opinion. And you could have went with, like, sure. a, if you want to be more mature, be very different from Marvel, please use, like, the mature comics you have in your back slate. Like, what if you open up this universe with, like, Batman Under the Red Hood, where you instantly introduce mm. Robin? It's a little bit further into the DC timeline, because you do have to catch up a little bit. And, like, you know there's Superman and everyone in this universe, and you see how dark of a character Batman is, but you also understand his ideals. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, I know he's killed people in the comics, but yeah, I just don't like see that people- on the screen. I but don't. people freaked out because they showed a little bit of him kind of killing people in in oh, it wasn't Batman versus he Superman. There, came clapping I out. mean, yeah, but you don't yeah, see like I'm blood. Whole, you don't see him like whole, stabbing yeah. people. Like he just like blew up their, you know, uh, like, punched you them really hard. You didn't see one more towards the end of like, the, the, the um, it, fight scene. But that's what I mean. Like, it, like it was more like, did he? Did Batman just kill those people? You know, yeah. it was like no, that. It wasn't like, holy crap, he's dead. But that's what I mean. Like with Batman Under the Red Hood, you, you probably you wouldn't be killing anyone in that movie. But it would show why he doesn't kill people. Like show the people why Batman is the way he is and yeah, I how he could have easily turned. Out on that. I really think they missed out on explaining why. Because like we have to remember that a lot of these people that go to see these movies are not going with like knowledge of no, they're, like, they're comic casual book. as hell. Yeah, you have to remember that when you do these movies. Like I know, like if you try and only do them for the fans, you're gonna limit how like how people receive it. Yeah, and like it would have been almost like a Killmonger story where like you know Jason Todd was his old Robin, and like he felt like he abandoned Robin, not because you know he couldn't save him in time, but rather he didn't take the one guy who took his life. 
yeah, he that's a good story there. That like that why Batman turns the way he does and changes like his his like uh ideology is a is a good story. And I think that if they would have explained that I mean, yeah. I think that would have been a great movie. And, and absolutely. And even at the end, he said, like, it wasn't that I don't want to kill the Joker. Believe me, I want to torture him to everything he's done to people and then finish him off. But at the end of the day, he's not the judge, jury, and executioner. It's mm-hmm. not his right to take someone's life. He's not that he's far not, away from it, though. He's it, really but it's, a, it's the fact that he's so close to that line, but he won't break it. That's true. That's that, what makes that, him almost a superhero, that, that he won't go past that line. And that's what his whole thing is, is that he's talked about how many times he's thought about crossing that line, but he refuses to. Because look at the killing joke about that. That's the whole joke. That's the point of that story is that could the Joker Joker ever push Batman to that point to where he would kill him? What what would it take to break the bat? The mystery ending to that movie is so phenomenal with the laugh. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It was definitely well done. But I actually found the meme, guys. I posted the group chat. Y'all see it. I see it. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. <laughs> like, what on box office number? I said, everybody from the MCU just laugh at him and Ben Affleck in the middle <laughs> just sitting over the set face. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're, they're going to try to copy. They're going to try to copy uh, the formula again because they try to do it with, uh, try to make, they try to make DC more lighthearted because they, they thought that would work. So they're gonna to try to copy in some some shape or form. Well, that was the biggest, that was part of it was Joss Whedon, man. But Joss Whedon is stepping down. And the biggest issue with WB is like it's the execs. If they don't step down, or at least just get but out of the way, they're not gonna be great. But yeah, DC is gonna to try to control what they're what they make. So they're gonna they're gonna to try to copy. They'll never but, be great then. I mean, I, I will say this: we brought up Wonder, Wonder Woman earlier with blue, like great tradition blue. Wonder Woman had comedy in it, but it was in a very serious setting with World War One. And they talked about how these people are being oppressed, how they're about to be bombed, no one was doing anything about it. You see, you can go that aspect. You can have some humor in there, but as long as you keep it in that serious settings, that's how you differentiate yourself from Marvel. You have to do it right you to see Marvel, man. but you can go about it in a, your own serious style if you want. You just have to do it well like they did in Wonder Woman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jenkins. She saved that movie. Yeah, but yeah. There's so much that, that we could talk about all day about that. But today was Black Panther Day. And that's where it comes down to. Let's end, let's end, yeah. on, let's end this on a little lighthearted note. What's your favorite quote from the movie? Ugh. Oh. Hey, Auntie. <laughs> Mine was quite another white boy for me to save. Oh, <laughs> uh, another broken white boy for that me to save. That was hilarious. Yo, oh, man. Dude. For me, it was a so funny. I love her. For, oh, for me, it was a T'Challa. He went to the plane the second time to meet his father. Like, son, you come home? Like, you are you are wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he yells at them, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you go. You it was a really powerful scene, too. What are those? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> I call them sneak cats. My, yeah. my, my favorite was, was M'Baku when he was talking to Ross. He's like, if you talk again, I'll feed you to my children. He's just scared. He's like, nah, just kidding. We're vegetarians. <laughs> Don't scare me, colonist. <laughs> yeah, so how would you rate this movie? Oh, dude. Well, what do I rate the movie? Oh, Black Panther was yeah. easily stunning. 10 out of fucking 10 for me. But I'll give my colonizer out of 10 for me. <laughs> uh, it was a 10 out of 10 for me, but uh, that CG got me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, it, 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 at a nine point five, it 9. was 5. right there at a at a ten, 
for certain aspects, but little things is what you got it. But overall, it was like a nine point five. Like it, yeah. it was right there on the on the verge of perfection. Yeah, nine point four for me. They couldn't find a way to put in Samuel Jackson, Morgan Freeman. I couldn't back in a way for it. It's ten out of fucking ten. I don't care. Nah. Oh man, I, I don't I don't deny the fact that it deserves ten out of tens. I was just like, but uh, you got to be critical of little things. But for no, overall, I'm right, like, it is I'm going perfect. to nine point four. No, you not. <laughs> I need more prominent black actors. In black movie. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look. Five. Yeah, 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 man. This is a ten out of ten like two seconds ago. Hey, look, bro. Dean Winston making his breakout role as Mbaku. He killed it, bro. That that boy was 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 up. Oh, yeah, you gotta, right give, now, you gotta give people a, a new people a chance. You know, yeah. you gotta. Yeah. You can't just be like it. Can't just be the same black actors all over again. Let's 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 spread the wealth. <laughs> Do you think um the Mboku tribe, like the Manape tribe, might take over for that guy's um, your body? Yeah. Do you think that he might take over for like being the border guard? I don't think so. I just think that they're going to get more. They get more, more, I don't think so. Yeah. More say so in what happens. Yeah, because look at yeah. look at look at the end scene when when T'Challa's walking back into the throne room. We still saw um, uh, Wakabi there. He was mm -hmm. still there, but we also saw Mbaku. So they finally brought the Jabari back down from the mountains and offered him a seat at the table. I think yeah. the Jabari are gonna finally have a voice. Even in it, even in the beginning of the narrative, like you know, like when they was telling the story about how it was formed, the Jabari, the Jabari clan, they decided to leave on their own. Mm. Yep. And and now you know. Yeah, but you know how out, when his sister and his mom went um, to try and ask them for help, and he was like, "You guys don't come here." In ten, how well, how many in a decade or something? You don't come here, and when There's you need help, I believe. oh, generations or something. When you you don't come here, and when you need help, you come and ask me. Like that part right there, I feel like that was like important. There's like more to that, you know? Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. But but as you saw that in the beginning, they they separated themselves. They didn't want to unite over the vibranium and everything else with the other tribes. But they only come down when they want to take their shot at something. But they they offered a hand back to them and brought them back to the table. And I think that's a great thing. Do, mm -hmm. I, do, I still hope that they set up Manape. I, I, I want to see what they could do to cause that divide between T'Challa and Mbaku that would push him to go to being Manape. I don't, I, don't think he, I don't think he's ever going to become... I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to be Manape in these movies, man. It's not happening. Yeah. yeah. They're, not trying to, they're not trying to start with that. We're going to rage. No, no, no. Look, I, I'm saying, like, I don't want him to become it now, but when they were gonna when they were gonna go and offer him the, the, the heart shaped look, when they were gonna offer him the heart shaped herbs, I honestly thought that they were gonna be gonna be setting that up and I was like, Oh shit. It's gonna be too many problems. They're gonna like they calling this black man man hate. Oh hell no, nah, nah, fam. They're going, they're going to do that. Yeah, about to say that's that's the real reason why they didn't do that. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're not doing that. Right, defended by that, they get shut the hell up because a man, mother, motherfucker, the motherfucker killed the gorilla and wore its suit. All right, he wore his skin as a suit. Cool, man. Eight. They're not going to do that. The thing I actually think they're going to do is either they're going to either make Nakia evil. Or they're gonna introduce yeah, she, doesn't malice. she does become malice. Or they're gonna introduce Atlantis and how they were they were mm -hmm. connected. So. Yeah, I think they're absolutely gonna introduce Ooh, Atlantis that... with Namor. Oh, that might be a good idea. Yeah, but um, you know what? I, I think it's about four twenty. Things we start closing out now. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like I said, man, we could go on about this all day, but we just want to get it out here. 
Blue, what's your final score for the movie? You're the only one who didn't get to say anything. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like a nine point five out of ten. All right, that's a great score. Yeah, that's a great score. I think I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think it had just enough comedy. I think it had, I think it could have used more action, for me. But at the same time, I'm aware that it's a movie that they're trying to explain a lot, so it's not going to be have as much action as I would hope in, you know, in, in the uh, the other movies have, like the Avengers did, because they're all coming together and things like that. So yeah, definitely. Um, it's and- amazing how close that movie is, by the way. Yeah, it, it, it's great to see that. It, it's really great to see that. Of course, as much as I love, I, I love Black Panther and what it did as a solo film. I think we can all agree that once, and or hopefully at least agree that once Infinity War comes out, if that doesn't break every record of like all time ever, it's gonna be some some crazy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be let's be honest. They they haven't gonna, opened up pre orders. It's, it's definitely going. It's definitely going to break record, but it's going to be hard for people. To really, to, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That a lot of people I, like, went to like this movie because it was Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was something unique in its own, and I, and I'm not knocking that at all. I'm saying as a solo movie, this has outdone so much, and that's that's well deserved in its own right. But you got to think of what Infinity War encompasses over a decade of movies and everything that they've tried to accomplish with this mm-hmm. and and everything. This is the culmination of everyone's effort and that if this kind of movie doesn't do numbers which i i absolutely stand behind the fact that it's gonna do it would be something that is truly shocking for me yeah i think they i think they, sh- they should have done like something for the infinity um or movie at the end like the after credits i think they should have mm-hmm. I think yeah. they should have planted something for people who went to only see, who haven't seen anybody, who haven't seen any other Marvel movies and only went to go see Black Panther because it's Black Panther. They should have, like, planted something in there to be like, go see this movie, you know? Yeah, well, because they, it's very I think close. they did that for a reason because it's so grounded. And the reason why they didn't do that, like, you know, like, every other, like, Marvel movie, you think mm-hmm. to your head, like, why didn't Captain America just call uh, Tony Stark yeah. when he was having this problem or this, or this yeah, like, why didn't they, they call... It was so grounded in Wakanda, like, yeah. to tell her to go reach out for help. And I guess they didn't well, want to no, bring... Well, no, 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 not that. Just towards, like, you know, the after credits, like, at the end? Well, well, they, well, well, they, they did. They didn't want to connect it, because they like, oh, yeah, you just watched Wakanda, you just watched T'Challa and all that. But look at this. I think they didn't want to really, like, throw yeah. that out there. Yeah. 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 I wish they would have said something about the Soul Stone, though. Well, well, the thing is, mm-hmm. the rumor right now is that the Soul Stone is in the mountain where the vibranium is. Yeah, they but I wish they wouldn't, they like... It. Yeah, well, they don't. Well, that's the thing is they don't even that that the talk right now is that when when Thanos invades Wakanda, that's when they find out. Yeah, is that he's looking for the last soul. He's looking for the last Infinity Gem, which is the Soul Stone, and And that the Wakandans don't even know that they have it in the mountain. Exactly, uh, bloody. And I think we have to realize they might have been teasing the Soul Stone the whole time during that movie because it kept going to a realm. Kept saying the the Panther God came to. Yeah, they might have been confusing the whole time. Exactly, it might be like what's what's uh what's making you know because that remember, garden the soul, stone, the soul stone breaks the reality and allows connection to the living and the dead yeah, and, and all that. And so they just like don't know that it's working, like, but it's working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, you know, really cheesy. Like that place where maybe, maybe it might be the reason why the fruits are mutated and it allows. That's what I was. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's the, what I was saying. That's probably why. Originally, the heart shaped herb is mutated because of the vibranium. Yeah, that, they could do that, but... But why do they have so much of it, right? Like, 
it must be yeah, something. Like, yeah, the reason why that doesn't it make that makes sense, but why would they go to a different a different plane? Guys, like a, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think doesn't we, make sense. Think all we it did was give them powers yeah. in the comic. It gave them powers. Exactly. Yeah. Real quick, it'd be really cheesy if like the soul stones like run to the dirt when they bury him, go to the other plane. But that's what I'm saying is that a part of that is affected by the by the herb itself, and that it's all tied in the, in the mountain because of how it affects the vibranium. But like I said, mm-hmm. we we could debate this all day. We don't know for a fact, but that's what the that's what the thoughts is right now. Yeah. All right. Well, good talk. <laughs> yeah, definitely good talk. Blue, since, since we're closing now, and you've been a wonderful lady here, why don't you tell them where they can all catch you at? Oh, so I am a streamer, uh, most importantly, and I'm on Twitch. I always play games. I always invite people to play and, you know, that kind of thing. I am also part of the Broadband Bullies, so you will see me on a few podcasts, gaming podcasts, um, if you want to check those out. Follow me on Twitter if you have that, or if you want, download Discord. I do have one of those, too, and you can always see what I'm doing. She is very aggressive in gears. I can speak that. <laughs> she will that's fuck also, you up. Yeah, that's also because you're a fraud in gears anyway. I, no, oh, I can, oh, no, gosh. we ain't doing this tonight. I hold my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, where could they catch you at, bro? Well, I don't do anything at the moment. Just catch me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> just stomping people on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 all, that's all you do, man. Is just be. Any fun stuff to do with my time. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't have an Xbox right now. Unfortunately. <laughs> Neth, my man. Where where can they catch you at, brother? Uh, you know, they can always catch me on Twitter, like op. I'm always on there. I do have a YouTube channel, have some videos uploaded. And like Blue, we're you know part of the broadband bully family. So I'm always on that Beast Fire. We also do that Expand Your Mind podcast. So check that out every other week. I think it's on Tuesday around 9, 9 30-ish. Pretty mm-hmm. cool stuff going on there. And before I go, I want to say two things. One, that full Metal Alchemist movie did not break the anime chain. It, it's still pretty shitty. It becomes a train wreck <laughs> towards the end, especially. That and movie two, is trash. Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. And two, I feel like a lot of people are going to Infinity War because, like, Dan has Black Panther in it. Then that's how I'm going to leave it at, though. Oh, man. Well, we'll get into, <laughs> we'll get into full metal another day. But so, so where can they catch you at, brother, man? Catch me on Instagram at the Soul King. And on Twitter at the Soul King Lives. Yeah, and if you, you don't see my rants about Dragon Ball Super and everything. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's always gonna be talking about how great Baruto is, even though it's a slice of life. Baruto <laughs> forever. Trish. But but for real, you need to follow him and check out his art. Man, as talented as can be, and definitely be watching it because we're gonna be having some new uh, art going up soon, courtesy of this man himself. Yes, sir. And of course, you can follow me at Twitter at Bloody Knuckles uh, as well. I'm around on different shows. You can catch me on Saltiest Podcast on Thursdays with my man Triple Cup Chuck on Wednesdays on Vibration or on GRG on Friday, part of the IMG family. Shout out to all of them. And of course, I want to shout out to the Triple B, always having Neth on here and then Blue having you come out and everyone else over there. But from all of us here, Peace out, and we'll check y'all later, guys. Peace. Peace. What is up, dudes and dudettes and all the beautiful people of the interwebs? You know, it is Saturday morning.
and you're here with the Smash Podcast. So open your eyes and your ears as we Carolina smash this nerdy goodness into your hearts. As always, we got the usual suspects on the panel. We got Mr. Operation. What's going on, Op? What's up? What's up, everybody? Glad to be here. Finally be able to talk spoilers. I get in trouble, so just glad I get into that. Yeah, you, you held the L for this past week for that, so uh, you finally can redeem yourself now. Threw that shit right in the trash when this morning started. <laughs> of course, we got one of the broadband bullies himself, Neat the Lees, Neat the Lees. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Glad to be here. I just actually watched Black Panther again last night, so I'm ready for this episode. Oh, you already know. We all saw it. I went and saw it again last night, too, myself. Because <laughs> there's only one There's only one theater in here that does like a 1 a.m. show, and, and I went and saw it. <laughs> of course, we got the, the ever-mindful animator man himself, Mr. Soul King. What's up, Soul? What is good, everybody? Uh, just chilling, just chilling. I know you've been waiting for this because you've been wanting to talk about it nonstop. Oh, yeah, definitely. How many, how many times have you seen it now? You on five or six? I'm on. I'm on four right 30. now. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. <laughs> Man can't stop getting enough. And of course, today we got a special guest. The blue tyrant. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> if you like a color and you need to get away, you can always call Miss Blue Rendezvous. Hello. How you doing, Blue? I'm doing fine. You know, just hanging out, excited. I have not seen the movie more than once, so just gonna throw that out there now. I'm not like gonna go see it like five times like people have been which is exciting it's great because you know super excited about the movie but like bro I'm good <laughs> I sit through a movie once and I kind of just like all right I'll let it sit there like let it settle and then I'll see it again maybe you know like when it comes out on blu-ray or Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to the movie to see one movie more than once ever I, in my I've life. Been, I've been three times for three separate movies. Uh, this is probably the top one, but the other one that I went and saw multiple times. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I actually went to go see. Believe it or not, I, I went twice to go see the second Twilight movie because I had to take my sisters one time. <laughs> and then I went with my girlfriend a second time, oh. and and then the other movie that after hurts. that, what? Yeah, it hurt me. You but the other so. one, the the other movie I went and saw was the seventh Harry Potter movie, uh, the Deathly Hollows. I went and saw that three times. One with my sisters, one with my cousins, and one with my nephew. Mm. I mean, it makes sense if you go with people. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, but, oh, I want to see this movie, but I saw it, but I still want to see this movie. So yeah. okay. Yeah, hey, look, the the seventh Harry Potter movie I enjoyed, so I wasn't I wasn't mad about going to see it more than once. But this movie right here is one that I've gone by myself to see more than once. Like this movie is the truth. <laughs> so before we get into it, of course, I am your boisterous host with the most bloody knuckles. So with all that being said, I know everyone here wants to gush. So who wants to start with what they love the most? So I know you've been waiting for this. You want to take the floor? Me? Uh. Oh, I say really. What I really love was was Killmonger. That's probably my the most favorite thing I like about the the movie, if anything. R.I.P. Killmonger. Yeah, the goat mm. Killmonger, the oh, MCU villain. Oh, oh gosh. Hey, auntie. <laughs> hey, auntie. You, guys, you guys are probably gonna hate me. 
Oh, uh, shit. Go, 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 Blue. It's it's your floor. I mean, I'm I I just have um some stuff that I would like to express about Killmonger. Okay. Go, go. I feel like I mean, don't get don't yell at me now, okay? Um, I feel like they could have maybe done a little bit more to make him more villainous. I think he was. Heresy. <laughs> I think. Keep going. Keep explaining. I, I want to see, see where you're coming from. <laughs> I think. I think he was yes a villain. Obviously, like he he wanted to kill people. He did kill people. Um, however, I think he was a little bit like his story was too understandable. Maybe like like people can sympathize with him. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I, when I, that happens with a villain, it's hard to hate him. Yeah, that's the point. And, and, and that's, that's the point. point. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. makes him a good villain in my eyes because you can understand where he's coming from. He actually has a real motivation, not just to be evil. Well, yeah, and, like, I really did love his story. Him. I yeah. really, really did love his story. But because the, the, the big but, thing, about the the thing is, is the that thing about Marvel is they always have just an evil villain. The only villain yeah. that was really not evil was the one from Civil War. He had he had a reason to Bucky. do everything. Well, no, I'm saying Bucket Nelson or uh, well, you brainwashed us. That's a little different. Oh, yeah, you're talking was... about Baron Zemos. Baron Zemo, Zemo. Yeah. yeah. That dude has. He was a hater for like two years. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the you, people didn't like Claw, right? Because he was like, you know, not a nice guy. Like, you're just like, oh, and, and the guy. He's so cocky, and he's like so like he thinks dirty. he's like, so. <laughs> yeah. He just was like a guy to hate, but like I didn't hate. Killmonger, like I, I understand why he had to, you know, be reprimanded, and I understand why he was like, you know, the bad guy. But like, dude, his story like touched my heart. <laughs> and and that's what makes him so compelling is because with Ulysses Claw, we saw him in and Civil War and get his start on what he was. We knew who Ulysses Claw was. He was an asshole. That that's his point. Mm-hmm. But with Killmonger. He wasn't just trying to be a villain for being the sake of a villain. He was a vi- he was a person with ideologies and beliefs and mm-hmm. wanted to change that. That's what makes him more of an interesting and better villain because of the fact that he wasn't just trying to take over the world just because of the fact that it's Tuesday and he was bored and wanted to take over the world. No, he had a full thought out reason of why he needed to take power in Wakanda and exactly. what he's seen throughout the world. That's the what makes him so compelling. His intentions were thought provoking, because you see these are villains of Marvel. You see him like, oh, he's just evil. This is all he want to do. Guy grudge you something. No, like he actually know why he wants to take over. He sees it as a benefit to his race, to his people. This is why he did what he did throughout the movie. Yeah, um, I I think I can dive at it this way. You see, Blue almost wanted him to be more of a villain, but instead he was more of an antagonist. Mm-hmm. And antagonist doesn't necessarily mean villain, but just who the protagonist is in conflict with. Exactly. So yeah. in this yeah. case. Killmonger served as a story arc for Black Panther to show him why you need to change the ways of Wakanda, why you need to open your borders up, open those bridges. Because mm-hmm. you saw in the beginning of the film, he was just like the other kings. He was just like his father where he wanted to be secluded, and it was not Wakanda's way to help others. But he saw that by not helping others, he was really just dooming the world, and they had the resources to help, but they did nothing. They turned their backs. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I think it, I think I definitely think that um, he was. Um, <laughs> people are gonna hate me. Um, I do think that as an antagonist, he was like the best. I I enjoyed 
I mean, all of the characters all had great backstories. Like they all did a very good job of, especially the actors, they did a great job of making us believe that that they were them, you know? And I feel like each and every character like was important, you know? Like they all had something that you you wanted to know about them. Like you wanted more screen time for them. You know how some characters are like throwaway ones? Yep. Falcon. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, hating on the boy Sam. Uh, they can't do him much better. He is as be lives too much for me. <laughs> you know, fun fact about Falcon. Um, the actor, uh, I think his name is Mackie. He was actually supposed to be Black Panther originally. Like he was considered for it. Anthony Mackie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's exactly what my reaction was. <laughs> You'd be made by a lot of the Marvel picks. Originally, do you guys ever watch the show The Office? You know, Jim from that. Yeah. He was originally yeah. supposed to be Captain America. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be amazed by the weird. So, hey, that guy is a great actor. Oh, he I mean, is. He's, he's been in um, what's the war movie he was in? Oh, I forgot the name of it. But he did a really amazing job there. Completely different from from the comedy that he was on. So there would be nothing worse than um, what's his name? Fuck, uh, Nicholas Cage being chosen to be Superman. There's nothing worse <laughs> oh, I've seen him. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. I mean, Nicolas Cage has been kind of doing a whole bunch of movies just to sort of, for the sake of doing movies. I, I don't know if he's in, he probably has like some kind of debt that he's trying to pay off because <laughs> the last like, I don't know, five movies or something he's been doing have been. Whew. A lot of his movies have been trash in like this last decade. That's what I'm saying. Like, what does he do? He just like takes any script and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do this, no problem." <laughs> no, boy, you have to be a little bit more, you know, selective. I think the, the the top movie I've probably seen with him in a while was probably I don't know Wicker Man maybe mm. I don't know yeah I think Wicker Man he's probably I mean, the best supporting cast actually well, he was in Kick Ass too wasn't he was he uh, uh, yeah he was he was in the first Kick Ass he was Big Daddy right he was the, uh, the father right yeah. yeah 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 ever since people freaked out about um. The the this guy being Batman. Um, I'm really bad with names. Ben, ben Affleck. Yes, yeah. Ben Affleck being Batman and Best him one, doing yeah. such a good job. I'm kind of open to being like, okay, like I'm gonna give this actor a chance. You know what I mean? And um, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yep, it, it's one of those things that happens, unfortunately. But like, I I never had a problem with Ben Affleck, and when we saw him in, in Batman v Superman. Uh, he saved know, that he, he was great. He was, he was great cr- in that he's movie. He's a great Batman. Yeah, because one, he's a talented uh, actor. Because yeah. of a lot of the things that he's done in the past, he he's a he's a big action hero and action star. He he does a lot of that, but he's also a director. He knows what he needs to do and what needs to be done. However, they just kind of fucked him over on a lot of that, and that's mm-hmm. coming from the studios, not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, I feel like Killmonger. I mean, I'm surprised that that he's like your favorite part of the movie, but um, I think that I've really enjoyed him as a as an antagonist. Yeah, as an antagonist, and I think what we really like him like he did phenomenal, a great actor and all. But oh yeah, for throughout sure. The they MCU, all were amazing. Let, let's be honest, the villains have been complete trash throughout the MCU so far, except like, for Bucky. Yeah, but even him, he's just like a brainwashed guy. Like I feel like we like Bucky because he like has That's a relationship it. with Cap and That's he's like super strong. Well, no, he's it, super strong. Of, it, 
well, no, it's Bucky. Bucky has one of those flawed histories as much as you know Killmonger. You gotta think that when he was knocked off the train, you know he thought Cap died. He was stuck in the in the froze there in the where he was in the water. He was pulled out by was it the Russians, and then he was tortured for years and then indoctrinated to to do this brainwashed stuff. He knew what he was doing. But he had no compulsion to be able to stop it. Like, Bucky has one of those sad stories almost as much as Killmonger did. That's why we have a lot more of attachment with Bucky. And like, also, like, he was his best friend, you know? So yeah. it pulls at your heartstrings a little. Like, like Captain wants to save him, but, like, he's, you know, so far gone. You know, yeah. that kind of whole thing? Yeah. Captain save bro. <laughs> hey, look, if, if Cap went out on a limb to save Falcon, he's going to go out on a limb to save Bucky. And, of course, and that means that both best friends are going to fight for the title of best best friend. <laughs> oh gosh! Me personally, I just took Bucky Barnes more serious. I know he's more of like an antagonist and a villain, but I just took him and killed him more seriously than most Marvel villains. Like, oh, definitely. Lo- like Loki, I've never understood the hype around him with the first Avengers. <laughs> I just Loki's too I, silly for me. Like I, yeah. I don't, but, that, but that's kind of Loki's. That's kind of Loki's stick. I mean, yeah, that's personality, but I can't take him seriously. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to because he's literally the the trickster guy. He's, he's a trickster. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. And everything he does is just kind of selfish, and yeah. and that's just his character. He he's not strong, even among the gods. Yes, he he's stronger than most others because he's he's part god. Yes, but <laughs> compared to everyone else, he can't do much <laughs> to everyone mm-hmm. else. He has to use tricks. That's why even when he fought Thor, you know. He got his ass whooped until he started playing a lot more heavy on the on on messing with Thor's mind to be able to really hurt him. Yeah, and let's be honest, bloody in operation. We we can't take uh, Loki as serious because we still remember the Hulk ragdolling him in the Avengers. <laughs> oh god. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's like ow. Yeah. It was even better better. He remembered that in Thor Ragnarok. I love that. Scene. <laughs> oh yeah, when he, when he sees him he's just like ah uh, uh, no. No, <laughs> stop, guy. Stop. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I do think that um people like okay, so since he was your favorite part of the movie, can we maybe discuss uh, the people like have you heard about people that have hated him because uh, of what he wanted and stuff? Well, yeah. yes. There there's people who who uh, with Killmonger the great thing about it is that he's conflicting for both sides because you see people who understand where he came from, mm-hmm. but they took they didn't really understand where he came from because that's where the big draws tie down is that a lot of people see it as, Oh, he wanted black liberation for the world. Yes, that was part of it, but they didn't realize that he wanted black liberation through imperialization. He wanted to create the Wakandan empire. As he said, when, when he was talking about the sun will never set on the, the Wakanda empire. That was the same thing that they said during the Roman Empire, and that's the same thing they said during the British the, the British Empire, is that our legacy will never die. That mm-hmm. I will be the last. He when he burned all the herbs in the in the garden from the from the from the Panther God, mm-hmm. he, 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 he did not have any intentions of letting anyone take over after him. He was gonna do that all himself. That's mm-hmm. what people are are not realizing and seeing. Yes, he wanted to empower uh, you know, black liberation because of the oppression that they've seen. However, he wanted to create an empire himself and rule over everything. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be king. Yeah. But 
there are a lot of people who really um and I think that it's important to realize that this movie is coming out in a time where there's a lot of racial divide. Yeah, yeah. There's exactly. like a lot of tension going on. And so there are people who took that, right, his ideologies and basically hated the movie because they felt that he kind of was like they were pushing this sort of Violent. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's basically, what they did to others, he wants to do right back to them. That's basically what Killmonger is. Yeah, he wants like, to kill all the white people. That's yeah, basically yeah. what he was saying. So, like, there are people wait, who are, are angry. Wait, what are we talking about now? What are we talking about now? With Killmonger's people, motives. People, people. You paying attention? <laughs> no, I'm at work. I have to leave. I have to leave. <laughs> We're just talking about how Killmonger, like, what what's going on right now in the in politics, and how Killmonger kind of had this idea that he wanted to kill all the white people basically and so that black people can rise up and there are people who hated Killmonger in the movie because of that. I don't even want to kill all white I've people. I've been reading He says that. He says we're going to kill them, we're going to kill their children. I was and, saying, he, basically, uh, he was basically uh, a oh, young right, Malcolm X. He was basically a young Malcolm X but this one needs like, to see exactly. more extreme. I need to see this movie more than once. <laughs> well, I remember that part just because it impacted like it, it just made you me feel you. something, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, people have been talking about it. They're just like, "How can you enjoy this movie when it says something so uh, I don't even know so, what, so true? <laughs> racist? So true? Oh, oh damn! But um, I'm gonna try to lighten the mood a little. I'm gonna try to lighten the mood. Um, to be fair, Killmonger is one who said that, correct? So yes. it wasn't like no, we necessarily. He, he was antagonist. No, it wasn't like they were saying exactly. that was the right thing to do. Exactly, and the show why he was trying to stop him. Had to, um, yeah, had to stop him and try to kill him exactly. because he was doing it the wrong way. My, my like, honest opinion, I believe, like the reason why people are so upset or mad is because I think they're afraid that something like that could actually become true. Mm. Ooh, yeah, we get closer and closer to the volume. It's like the, the futuristic type of weapons, but like somebody, somebody has that that type of mindset. Mm. And care that that charisma for it. That's a good way and to that, think about it. And, and you gotta think too is that that he made a lot of points. Is if you listen to what he said, especially when he first came in, is that there's two billion people out there that look just like him that are mm-hmm. being oppressed that don't have what they have. Why why can't we share that with them and take back what was taken from us? He said all people in the world came from the motherland, so shouldn't all people be our people? Everything in, in, in the world started in Africa, as he put it, and, and spread out from there. He makes points is that when we were one when we were one continent back in the day, if you want to go off the supercontinent with the Pangea theory, everything started in, in, in Africa. And then we all spread out to different parts. And as the world split up from the shifting of, of everything from the globe and the tectonic plates, if you want to go into that, everything split. Everyone has a base in some port. It don't matter where we come from. Everyone has ties to another part of the world because of where where our ancestors came from. Mm-hmm. And then um, even with that, he also made the mark that like there's plenty of there's like two billion people out there that look just like us, but they're like oppressed. Yeah. And it wasn't even just like in modern times. Even back in the day, like literally, people were just taking. Uh, African natives, and they were just making them into enslavement. Even back then, Wakanda had done something, but they didn't. Right. Yeah. So because he felt, it's more so like he felt abandonment and betrayed by his own people, right? Yeah. And and you got to realize too is that 
his his dad, uh, Prince Njobu, would tell mm-hmm. him the stories of Wakanda. If you listen in the beginning, Njobu... Yeah, he's the narrator. Him, yeah, he's the yeah. narrator at the beginning. That's Njobu telling that to, to Killmonger. It's and, not T'Chaka telling T'Challa. Yeah, and even um even uh, Njobu, like the prince, uh, he said to Eric that, you know, even if you go back to that land, they would consider you lost. And he said, how am I lost? I'm right here. Yeah. And that's when he got the sense that maybe hit the country Wakanda is lost. Exactly. And technically they are because they're hiding. Exactly. Oh. Right. And and that's what the whole movie's about is that ideology is that one they couldn't that T'Challa was wanting to stick to old traditions because of the past. That's he wanted to be like his dad. And when he realized what his dad did, because we saw the the truth about what so many people have stated. They say absolute power corrupts absolutely, and that history is written by the victors. Look at what his dad did. He killed his brother, his uncle, and left his nephew, his brother's son, there in Oakland. Instead of bringing him back and helping to raise him and and change his mind because of what he had seen, he could have helped him, but he left him there because he said that was the truth he chose to omit. That truth. Exactly. And and that that's one of those things is that he proved that the that history is written by the victors. He killed his brother and he chose to omit his his son from history. And what did that do? That caused his son to grow in in a broken system because of what we've seen uh, with with racial tensions in the U.S. back then. And he went across everywhere from from war plane to war plane as a war dog all across different war zones. Mm-hmm. And and he grew up with that. He built that hatred over years because he was left by his people and his dad was killed. He had nothing, in, but the world had taken everything from him. So he was going to take everything back from the world. That's what that mentality breeds. He could have had that change had they not left him. And it goes to show that that's what Nakia was trying to push out to T'Challa in the beginning is that she's been around the world and seen the, the suffering of people. She mm-hmm. wants to change that. She wants Wakanda to offer the help and, and abilities to that. And and that's where it comes to the thought-provoking aspect of the dueling ideologies is that you can when you have something to offer and to help, do you continue to do it or do you continue to hold back? And when someone does want to take what you have and use it, do they do it for the right reasons or they do it for the wrong reasons? Pete, that heavy it's very heavy it's 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 and i think that it's one of those things right where it's 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 not this like mindless like the world is in danger we have to save it again you know so black panther brought something different to the table where it 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 gives you something to think about the plot is definitely more thought-provoking than other marvel movies Mm -hmm. more layer of depth to it which always makes such a great movie because you can't sit there oh come get time to defeat the villain yeah 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 but no you actually sit there and think about it, each, like each, where each side is coming from. Exactly. I mean, it seems like they are on this sort of like thought-provoking, uh, I guess, I don't know, in this thought-provoking time because um, I feel like Civil War also made you think a little bit and it kind of made you feel like, oh man, like our two, obviously like these are comic books that they're going off of. So, you know, there's that. But at the same time, I think they're adding a little bit more insight by making it by making you feel something like with that. You felt like, OK, these are like they're supposed to be a team and they're going against each other. And so do I have to choose now. You know, like this side is making sense, but this side is also making sense. Like with the with the dialogue that they provide to it makes you it makes you feel. And I feel like Black Panther 
did that. Like they gave enough screen time and they gave enough dialogue to these characters so that you felt like I can understand this dilemma. And if I were in this in this position, I could also like see, you know, see that hurt. For example, um, if anyone read into uh, you know, the little love story that was going on there behind the scenes, um, with and I'm really bad with names, so please don't don't uh don't don't get mad at me. But his <laughs> his um what's the name of the woman that Nakia? Nakia. Yeah, no, not the one the one that has a spear that she's Okoye. the general. Okoye. Okoye. Okay, so Okoye her and then and then his yeah, his his his, his friend. Um, they had a love story. Like you guys yeah. remember, like and they, mm -hmm. they were like calling each other love and they were like and then all of a sudden in the end, like because of where they Ooh, stood. That part was savage as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stood, <laughs> like yeah. he basically like in when they're doing their little circle, like that meeting that they were doing, and he tells he's like, and um and fucking Killmonger tries to take over, and uh he's just like, No, I agree with him. Like, we need to do something. And she's looking at him like, What? Like yeah. that's heartbreaking. You know, another thing another thing about is Wakabi, he was technically in the right. He's just following yeah, the he was, he, Yeah, you can't get mad at why he, he did that. Yeah. For 30 years, he's been just waiting for them to, like, try to capture the people that killed his parents. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like, but Wakabi kind of got mad at T'Challa for, for something. Like, he's, he was only doing it. But, but T'Challa like, didn't tell him the whole story. He just said he slipped out of his hands. And yeah. he's thinking, like, how? Like, Apparently, yeah. the husband and wife. Uh. Mm, I, don't think they were, I don't think they were married. I know that they were together. I, I, would, I would assume they're married. I mean, I didn't get. I, I mean, I must have missed that in the movie. I didn't. I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't the conversations see. they had, they have to be married because they are very close. Yeah, but they obviously. I mean, they. Of course, I feel like there was delete. There probably are deleted scenes, you know, because there's a lot um, of deleted scenes. It was really supposed to like close to four hours long, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that there was like a time where they actually showed them like together. Yeah. Well, in the yeah. comments, yeah, but you know how in, in the movies they change things. So, like, Killmonger is different than the comics. Yeah, he's completely mm -hmm. different. But, like, he's, he's better, in my opinion, though. Oh, yeah, well, Robbie's way better. I mean, they did his, um, uh, Like, even if you like, like the small things, like with the, the rhino, she had to be around the rhino when it was very, very small. And that probably took years. Yeah. Her, it was yeah. still growing. Yeah, so. I don't know. I think that yeah, they they're they're married. But it, yeah. I don't know. I would say Wakabi he did the right thing. He he put down the weapon. He knew better. I mean, eventually, I but like oh, the really show that was like them fighting on that plane, like that that was really hard to watch because I was just like, these are supposed like these are their people, like they're yeah. fighting each other, you know, yeah. about but, something that. But to be fair, um, in, in that plane scene, blue, um. Wakabi chose to fight Black Panther because technically the challenge wasn't done. Yeah, yeah. oh, I know. Said. Oh, I know. And um, I thought it was kind of interesting to see how, like, his 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 tribe were kind of, um, they were super loyal and they were fighting for him because he wanted to fight. And then as soon as he, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but as soon as he, like, gave, as soon as he surrendered, um, his people that were fighting mm -hmm. the ah. women, they stopped. But their body language said that they wanted to stop. You understand yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's really yeah. important yeah. to notice like little details like that because they, right. they, I don't think they wanted to fight, but because they're so loyal, just like she was also like she's loyal to the throne, like whoever's sitting in it. Remember that part? That was she, a yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. 
there's oh, this like you. i this like i ideology of just like being loyal to and 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 not um you know stopping yeah it's like super emotional when you think about it right like that scene she had with her um wakabi at the end like what you really came out love wakanda uh well well she's ah, i forgot what she said verbatim i think because i want to fuck it yeah, up yeah, remember? yeah oh yeah and then she put the sword to like his neck yeah but that put shields on my spine like, oh shit. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 like she showed that because we know that Okoya has always been traditionalist. She's always been old school, and she's very takes what she does seriously. Each right. of the tribes are are founded on on that brotherhood and bonded. As you pointed out, Wakabi's tribe. I can't remember exactly what the name of the tribe is. They didn't want the to border fight tribe. The, yeah, the, the border, border tribe. tribe. They didn't want to fight the Dormalaje because many of them are a part of. And associated with the Dormalaje because the Dormalaje are women selected from all the tribes to to be the king's bodyguards. That's what the Dormalaje were. Mm-hmm. Also, originally, anyways, at least they're supposed to be like wives. Yeah, like, and training. Like, but yeah. T'Challa didn't want that. He he saw them more as daughters and and respected them. The Dormalaje have always been strong women from all the tribes. So. They, and I, I love that, by the way. Like, yeah, I love that idea that that there are women guarding the king. You know? Yeah, they're I'm not. Sorry, the that was just a random. Yeah, that's just the me. King's guard is made of women. Yeah, ass women will kick your ass. Let's go. Hell yeah! I was yeah. like super excited. Yeah. About that. No, that, and that's perfectly something to be excited for because it's great. The uh, seeing Denai Guerrera. Uh, up there is she was amazing as as Okoya and and showing off what the Dora Milaje are capable of. I love seeing that aspect. It, it's amazing. Amazing. It's how many good characters it's there are. Okoya the, the, the heart shaped herb. I think she would have snapped, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man, but, she don't she don't need it. <laughs> that don't need yeah, it, about to say. Yeah, that's she even even had the juice. With, she probably could have beat somebody with a suit on, man. Uh, what you call it? She doesn't that's, have royal blood though. That's yeah, she can't. Yeah, she that's can't. the only thing. Yeah. yeah, but the, the that scene with in the in that like weird casino thing that they were mm-hmm. in like underground, that scene was like amazing. She's in that fancy dress and she still was like, "Nope, we about to get down." And she like took them all out like that yeah. part. Love when she threw oh, the energy. Yeah, she threw the Did you guys yeah. notice why they was? Did you guys notice that they showed the the Pan American uh African uh flag? Yeah, with the red. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw. Um, yeah, I saw Coolers on a little interview about that. How he's breaking down the scene. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's, I, that's dope. I was like, they, that's dope. Yeah, they went into it like he he was really trying to connect and show that that how and, much. And she was the only she was the only woman in red in that entire casino. Mm. Yeah, and um, you know, changing gears a little bit, and maybe I'll give you guys some practice. But I'll, some people have a problem with the movie because they felt Eric Killmonger wasn't quite Killmonger enough. He was a bit too easy to defeat. What are your thoughts on that? 